0: Hi, welcome to the 12th House Podcast. I'm Michelle, your co-host and the head, witch, in charge here at Holisticism. Delighted to have you. Welcome back to the squirrels who have been here before, to our new squirrels. Hi, how's it going? The 12th House Podcast is a little corner of the internet where we bring together creativity, inspiration, intuition, spiritual shit, the metaphysical, the practical, tactical stuff that comes to running a business, and we bring it to you so that you can do your sacred work, so you can self-actualize, so you can be the biggest you you could possibly be. It's really fun. You're going to like it, I think. Anyway, let's get into today's episode. Hi. I am so excited to be here. Welcome to the 12th House plus plus, our little behind the scenes secret episodes. Not secret. You know, they're just, they're the VIP episodes. They're, they're where the really good stuff, magical, glorious things happen. I'm really excited about today's concept topic because it's near and dear to my heart. So much so that. I forget that other people don't think like this. And whenever I get to teach a friend or a foe um, about this concept of archetypes, like I love just seeing their face light up and start to understand it. I feel like it's the number one thing that helped me find joy in a lot of the stuff that felt like drudgery to me when it came to running my own business or just like making things in general. And I have never experienced imposter syndrome since I started really using archetypes for myself. And like, listen, what I'm going to tell you isn't a new, like I didn't invent this concept. It's an amalgamation of, I think like lots of spiritual teachings and beliefs and understandings and probably some, you know, self-help and some therapy talk and maybe a little bit of delusion, but it's just like so universally helpful and I'm excited to, to jump into it. Before I do, like, should I just give you like a, an update of what's up in Michelle world? Oh my God. I can't believe that I almost have a one year old baby. It's kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy. And I'm really like feeling the fall season. You know, we went, we just moved over here in LA and like, I just feel like so much is shifting and changing. And I've changed so much in the past two years, especially. And. What's really cool is a lot of the things that were monumental to me five years ago or that were like such an important part of my life five years ago that maybe have like or even 10 years ago that have kind of like been swept to the side for a little bit or been a little bit more muted in my life. I'm thinking like spiritual practices or even like songs I was listening to or ways that I was connecting to source or ways that I was approaching my tarot that's like come back into play. And I think a lot of it has to do with this mediumship journey that I'm on, which is like so interesting and has really gotten me excited again about spirituality and mysticism and magic. Not that it wasn't always exciting. It's just that, you know, sometimes like the mundanities of life, although there is magic in the mundane, like they make you forget how the stuff is around us all the time. And sometimes like, you know, your spiritual, or at least for me, I'll speak from the eye. Sometimes my spiritual practice can really feel like a drag because I feel like I need to be like, they're like so consistent with them and using them all the time and like just being really rigid about it. Or I feel like I'm just not, I'm going through the motions. Like I'm really disconnected from the practice, but I'm supposed to do it every day or it's supposed to be really good or it worked for me in the past. So I just am like kind of reveling for myself in this like re-energized spirit that I have around my own sort of mystical, magical practices. And just seeing the ripple effect in my life has been really cool. And what I'm excited about and how it's affecting my work and all the things that I'm making, like it's sick. It's cool. Magic is cool. Spirit is cool. Being a human being, having a spiritual experience is just, it's very legit. It's very cool. So, that's what's going on over here. Am I still seeing ghosts? Yes. I am just so fascinated by this journey. And you know how sometimes you're like going through something in your life. Oh my gosh, this beautiful bird just flew over my house. You're going through something in your life and like maybe a breakup or a death or you're pregnant or you're falling in love and you're in like, I don't know, you're like having a dinner with someone and they're talking about something in that it just seems so just like blasé to you or... And you're like, how could we possibly be taught? Like, how can anyone focus on anything other than the fact that like love exists (laughs) or, or like my friend died? Like, how can anyone possibly continue, like have a work day? Like these little secrets, secret feelings or experiences that are singular to us that like take over our consciousness or all of our waking thoughts. And are really exciting. And also it kind of makes everything else feel a little bit boring. I feel like that's where I'm at right now in my like mediumship journey myself of like, wow, this is so cool. Why wouldn't I do this all day long? <laughs> what do you mean I have to write an email? What do you mean I have to go grocery shopping? But I'm sure that the shine will wear off eventually as it is wanted to do. And I'll probably come back to being excited about other things like organizing the crotch, or <laughs> writing a book about notion or, you know, right now I'm really excited about these moon circles that my friend Leah and I are going to hold, you know, isn't that life just ebbing and flowing the tides of excitement? It's just when you have a wave that comes in of excitement, it's really fun to surf it because it's not always like that, you know, you got to have things to look forward to. So anyways, long and short of it that's where I'm at. Oh, what else am I doing? Ugh, I'm like deep into my own work and study around financial, getting my financial ther- um, therapist certification. <sighs> Man, that is, it's hard because there's a lot of like the way that people talk about finance sucks and is so boring and is actually like darkens, dampens my soul and my energy. And I feel like when I'm by myself, doing my research and like thinking about money and finances and helping people with it, I get really like juiced up and lit up. But then as soon as I get into class with like an old white guy teacher, it's so, it's like, oh, it's disheartening. <laughs> so uh, I don't know if you can relate. Maybe if you've gone through like traditional schooling for something like medicine or a, thera- a therapeutic practice, like it can be tough to, to make it through, especially if you have like disagreements with how it's conventionally practiced and you know that when you finally get that certification or that diploma or you know graduate from your program you're going to practice things differently I think it's very hard to like keep your eye on the ball and remember not to get like bogged down in this is how everyone else does it which like maybe brings us all the way back around to what I want to talk about today which is using archetypes to get anything that you want really all the time we're playing and practicing with archetypes. For example, you know, there's an archetype of, at least for me, of a person who is a finance person. Like I think finance pro, or I think accountant, I think of like someone who's sort of bookish and loves numbers and calculators and is probably like a very linear thinker giving Virgo, you know, archetypes come up whether we realize it or not, whether we like want to acknowledge it or not. And remember an archetype and a stereotype are different things. Stereotypes tend to be negative connotations and also like untrue often sort of like broad sweeping generalizations around a type of person that are incorrect or that are offensive. An archetype is not that an archetype is sort of a universal figure. Think of it as um, sort of like the skeleton of a type of person. So like we know the archetype of a mother That is a universal language. When you say mother here in California and you talk about being a mother in Greenland, there are going to be an array of similarities between when, when we use that word or when we like develop that character, probably like nurturing, maternal, maybe feminine, maybe A little scary and fierce, maybe soft, maybe caretaking. You know, we can just like rattle off a list of commonalities that that type of person, that archetype has. And what I really like about archetypes is that the more we get into them, the more we can develop them for ourselves because there are infinite archetypes. So there's the mother, but we could, we could open up that mother archetype to the gentle mother to the distracted mother, to the working mother, to the stay at, stay at home mother, you know, those all have their own flavor, unique flavor and persona to them. So when I say archetype, I'm, I'm going to employ that language for both very broad archetypes, like mother or father or teacher, to very narrow specific archetypes. And as you use archetypes in your own practice, I'm going to encourage you to go as deep and as defined as you possibly can with the archetype that you want to embody or that you're going to use to help you to get what you want. So archetype embodiment is the way that we can get anything that we want. Like It's the way that we use archetypes as this vehicle to unlock different aspects of ourselves, to unlock gifts, expertise, confidence, inspiration, cognition, new ways of seeing the world. Those are some of the many things that we we basically inherit when we embody an archetype. Okay, that was a preview of the 12th House Plus content. Just a little sneak, sneaky snack. If you like that, if you want more, if you want to hear the whole story, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify Podcasts at the very top of the page where you would subscribe in general for the podcast. It's $5.99 a month and we'd love to have you.